Hello and welcome to Landy's Taiwan Diaries. My name is Salia Lantman, but most people just call me Landy. Now here's an interesting story. In March of 2017, a human rights activist from Taiwan called Li Mingzhe, he went to Macau and then from Macau he entered into China and he vanished. People, his family here in Taiwan and uh, whoever knew him did not know what happened to him. Then, a few months later, China said, okay, they detained him because when he came into China from Macau, he had some meetings with human rights activists in China and some other people that China considered to be troublemakers, right? So, he was kept in custody there. And then after a few months, there was a trial, which people considered to be just for show. But he was then sentenced to five years in jail in China. So as you, if you can do your calculations, you'll see that those five years are almost up now, right? Because that was 2017 and we are now in 2022. So in the next few months, the five years should be, should be up. So the Taiwan chapter of Amnesty International, they wanted to remind people of this whole situation and about Li Mingzhe. So they created an ad which they wanted to put on the Taipei Metro on the, you know, the Taipei Metro can take some, there's some ads, you know, like, like most subways in the world. And the, they didn't want to just write a poster that said, uh, Li Mingzhe has now been in jail for almost five years. Let's hope he gets out soon, something like that. They didn't want to do that. So. What they did is they did like a more like a comic book. It was more like a comic book story that they thought would get more attention, right, than just a normal written ad. So they had this comic book poster uh, created and they approached the Taipei Metro and said, we want to run this ad. And the Taipei Metro said no, which is kind of strange, but they said, why not? And the Taipei Metro had a very, very interesting reason. They said, firstly, you, ca <laughs> you can't use Li Mengzhe's full name. You cannot use that, that name like that. And secondly, we don't want you to mention China. So Amnesty International and the advertising agency got together and they changed something. So instead of saying Li Mengzhe, they said just, they referred to him as Mr. Li. And instead of China, they said a mystery country. So they brought this ad back. Now, that is a little bit funny, you have to agree. So they brought this ad back to the Taipei Metro and Taipei Metro still rejected it. And then they asked them, but now why? And they said, well, you know, we don't want to, ad we don't want to put up ads in our trains that could be controversial. And uh, Amnesty International asked them, so how do you decide what is controversial? And they said, well, we have 10 experts and we have three executives from the Taipei Metro and they decided that this will be too controversial. Now one has to wonder why? Who could it possibly offend just to remind people of this man who's in jail in China and hopefully will come out soon. Is the Taipei Metro so scared of anything political? Maybe they have a policy against anything political or this is not so political. It's more like about human rights. So I just thought this was a very, very interesting story. And uh, the more interesting than the story for me is the fact that it didn't make the headlines. I thought the Taiwan people would be up in arms going ballistic against the Taipei Metro. How dare you not carry this ad? This is, are you scared of China or what or what or what? Anyway, it was hardly in the news. I found it on a back page somewhere. And I just thought this is a, a very interesting story. And let's hope that in a few months, uh, Li Mengzhe or Mr. Li will be released from the mystery country where he's being held. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's move on to something real political then. The regular listeners to, to this podcast will know that a few months ago we spoke about the situation where Taiwan was going to open a new office in Lithuania, 
one of the Baltic countries there, next to Russia, right? And uh, the thing that made this newsworthy is not because Taiwan opened an office. Taiwan has offices in many countries, and as I've explained to our listeners before, they just can't call them embassies or consulates because they don't have official diplomatic relations with these countries. Only with a few countries that they have official diplomatic relations with can they call the place an embassy or a consulate, right? So the thing that made it newsworthy is that the Lithuanian government allowed Taiwan to use the name Taiwan in the name. Say, for example, in Washington, D.C., it is called the Taipei Liaison Office. And in London, it's called the Taipei Cultural and uh, Political Office. Or they have names like that, but they never can say Taiwan. They must say Taipei most of the time. But in Lithuania, they allowed the office to be called the Taiwanese Representative Office in Lithuania. And that was a big breakthrough for Taiwan. China was out of their minds with anger. And since that was done, the relations between Lithuania and China has gone downhill. They've recalled each other's ambassadors. There's been embargoes against Lithuanian uh, any exports to China. And China has just been giving Lithuania a lot of trouble. And credit to the European Union, they've been backing Lithuania. They said this is really not necessary to bully this little country like this. I mean, it's not the end of the world, right? Now, the reason why I'm telling you this again is that a few days ago, the Lithuanian president said he thinks they made a mistake to allow Taiwan to call the office the Taiwanese representative office. He said the office as such was not a mistake, just the name, because he said it's basically it wasn't worth all the hassle that they're getting from China for the, you know, as our listeners will probably know, China is an enormous market, right? And everybody wants to export their stuff there and import things from China. And he said it's just it was just not worth it. All the hassle he has to deal with now with this um, situation. But Taiwan came back and to show their goodwill, they've created a 200 million US dollar fund. And this fund is going to be used for investments in Lithuania. It's kind of like a, a little reward, you can say, for Lithuania. You've been nice to us, so we're gonna now invest money in your country. So hopefully they won't change their minds and they will keep it the way it is. And then if China wants to continue to be angry, so be it. Right, let's move on now to something very nice for some people. Again, regular listeners to our podcast might remember that we talked about Chinese New Year and all the other big holidays a few weeks or maybe months ago. And then I mentioned to you that just before the end of the lunar year, Taiwan workers get a, what they call a lunar New Year or Chinese New Year bonus. And many workers just, this is the highlight of their whole year. This bonus they can get just before Lunar New Year. If, if your company had done well the previous year, your bonus could be sometimes three or four months worth of salary. If your company just had a normal year, maybe you'll get a month. I think the, the, the civil servants, like the government people and those guys, they, it doesn't go up and down for them. It is, it's always the same. It's like 1.5 or 2, but nothing spectacular, but still uh, not bad to get a nice bonus like that. So the Evergreen Company in Taiwan is a huge company. It has many, many subsidiaries, but the two best known parts is the Evergreen Shipping Company and Eva Air Flight Company, airline, right? Eva Air, uh, by the way, one of the safest airlines in the world. And over the last year, of course, Eva Air was not so busy because of the pandemic. Not that many people flew and they flew mostly cargo and kept themselves afloat. But I have in my one of my classes, a young man who works for Eva Air, 
and for the last six months they only only work one day a week so there's not much to do right there are no seats to sell because nobody wants to fly and there are bans and what have you but evergreen the shipping company they've been doing business like crazy and the reason is because of the containers containers are not moving smoothly around the world from asia especially to the rest of the world there's not that many imports so there's a shortage of containers in asia which means it is very very expensive to transport stuff and because it's expensive evergreen has made an enormous amount of money over the last year because they can charge higher prices for these containers on their ships so it was announced just a week or so ago that workers for Evergreen Shipping Company will get between 36 and up to 42 months of bonus. Now, 42 months, if your math is not as bad as mine, if I do it quickly, I believe it's three and a half years worth of salary. Is it not? Because there are 12 months in a year, so these six, yeah. That's three and a half months worth of salary you get at one go. And this is your bonus for Chinese New Year. And that's not all. They also get vouchers and these vouchers, they can go to the airport because the evergreen duty-free shops also belong to the same company, right? And they can use these vouchers in the, in the duty-free shops and just to maybe keep the money in their family. So very, very good news for some workers and others probably will not be that, that lucky. Okay, finally, a story that will hopefully warm your heart. A quite a famous and veteran actor from Taiwan called Chen Sung Yong passed away in December and over the last few years almost a decade just under a decade I think it was around eight years he was taken care of by an Indonesian caregiver that came over to Taiwan to work and she took care of him for the last eight years of his life he was not very mobile she had to push him around and so on and so on and then when he passed away in December when his will was read it turned out he left two million Taiwan dollars to this caregiver now these caregivers don't make a fortune Granted, they live for free in the house where they work and they eat for free, but their salaries are not enormous. So for an Indonesian lady to suddenly get 2 million Taiwan dollars must have been a wonderful experience. And it just shows that, um, that people do appreciate what other people do for them from time to time. So on that nice note, we're going to end this episode. We hope you enjoyed it. And until next week, goodbye.